This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You to do it all by yourself. Hey! <laughs> I want to be that guy. <laughs> this this used to get you, like you go to a club when oh, I actually went to clubs back yeah. in the day. I don't anymore. Yeah, yeah. This one, this, this one went on off. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You can get in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's take a couple of phone calls here. There's a few, and this guy is someone that is a is an interesting dude. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> he said, "I'll just let him explain it." Job in Simi Valley. What's up, Job? Hey, what's up, guys? DeMarco. Sapnin. Go dogs! Go dogs, baby. Wolf. No. 92 Huskies. Best team ever. Yes, 91. If you're going to say you got to get it right, 92. Joe. Yeah, 91, 91 season, 92 Rose Bowl. But go ahead. Yeah. I was in your locker room during that year, and I took Chico Fraley's practice gloves. You're kidding me. You took Chico's practice gloves? Yeah, I went down onto the field because we were there during the season that year, and no one was on the field, no one was in the locker room. So me and my brother walked through the field, walked into the locker room, checked everything out. So Chico was Chico was awesome, and I had to get I had to get yeah. a souvenir. He, uh, who is Chico? Chico, for, he was he was our inside linebacker. Okay, he weighed 185 pounds. He used to As weigh an inside linebacker. He used to weigh in with weights in his pocket because he would get in trouble for being too light. But he was just all-out, hair-on-fire type guy. Great dude. Love him. Wow. We called him the freak. Yeah. Well, at 185, I can see it. Had nothing to do with football, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Got it. Got it. So what's up, Joe? What you got? That that was back when people in sports used to work hard. I feel like we're in the bizarro world, especially in basketball with athletes these days, where it went backwards. It's they want to do less and get more money. And people act like, oh, get your money. You're not getting your money. You're getting our money. That's why we got to pay more for tickets. That's why we got to pay more for all parking and all this stuff. It's because of the greedy athletes who don't want to do anything anymore. And LeBron is the leader. He's the leader. He's. I will be a Laker fan again when LeBron is gone. Dang. He got us a fake championship, which oh. I don't care. Anyone, the George oh, Sedano loves to say, oh, I think it was harder than the other championship. That's what all the players said, Job. And LeBron works hard. Resort, LeBron LeBron is the hardest working athlete I've ever seen. By far. He puts more yeah. into his body than anybody he else. He really does. And the players all said that that was the hardest. By the way, DeMarco, Job is, thinks that LeBron is not a good shooter. The great He has more points than anybody in history, and Job thinks that he's not a good shooter. I, I did not. you got you got to watch. Just like you get your word twisted with Mason <laughs> Bergman, don't get my I didn't say he's not a good shooter. I didn't say he's not a good shooter. I said his jump shot is ugly it's disgusting no that's watch. fair i mean sure like yeah uh, that's fine it is ugly but it goes yeah, in yeah. and that's really all that matters it goes in a lot yeah yeah you know who also had an ugly jump shot is sean marion but it no, went in was, a lot that was terrible it was terrible but it went him, in a lot but how do you get out of high school Alligator with that arm. wow that's terrible <laughs> wow all right all right thanks a lot joe Ooh, appreciate how it how do you like that one i like that i love that guy the, i have said I, that he just says boom how do you like that no, one? no if you had a hundred bucks and you had kobe and you had lebron now forget debating their greatness who would you rather see play basketball oh 100 percent kobe it, it looks better no yeah right? everything that it's he does prettier yeah well he he 
fine-tuned his game, Kobe, so much that he it was every single step that he took was on purpose. Yeah. Like, there was a purpose to everything that he did. The way he spun, the way he like, It was graceful. Up. This yes. is, LeBron is a freight train. I mean, it's 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 impressive, but I just for me Kobe just it's it looks better to watch to me. Yeah. Kobe was trying to perfect his game more than anybody else yeah. probably I've ever seen in my lifetime. He, that's the type of guy that he was. All right, let's go to Nick in Dallas. What's going on, Nick? Hap, good afternoon. Hey, how you guys doing? Yeah, I've been here. Five, just to let you know before I get to my point. I've been here five years. So I moved to L.A. I still listen to you guys when I'm at work. Yeah, along with Travis. Appreciate it. I'll put that out there. But um, it's just I was watching the game last night, Greg and uh, Demar. It's just. It's embarrassing. Like, I mean, like, I remember the 87 uh, NBA, uh, NBA All-Star when Orlando Blackman had to tie the game with zero time left on the clock. That was in Seattle. Remember that? And then even in a, in a 2001 in D.C., I think Iris got MVP, but Kobe wanted to win. And I think they lost that game when Kobe did a pick roll with Duncan. I think Shaq was out the game, but – and they lost again. Kobe wanted to win. The team wanted to win. The East and the West. It's just there's no there's no competitive. It's just it's more, it's embarrassing. I'm seeing um, Luca shooting up a shot from the other side of the court. I'm seeing Damon Lillard shooting a, a, literally a half court shot. I mean, it's I'm saying to myself, what are we watching? And I feel bad for kids today growing up because you don't want to teach them that growing up. And I never forget what Michael Jordan said on Oprah about 16, 17 years ago. If, you know, when they get paid the, all the guaranteed contracts, when you get some so easy. You're not going to work as hard. It's a bad work ethic, you know? It's just it's just really bad. I'm sorry. It's just really no, bad. No, I got you. But that's, I, for, but that's for the All-Star game, though. But I yeah. have no problem with the product, how hard these guys are competing in the regular season and in the postseason. I think they're going to get championships. It's just the All-Star game. They're, they're slacking off a little bit. Totally agree with that. Is it is just the All Star game? Yeah. They're just pushing off the side. Like I don't care about this. I don't even know if giving them money would make that much of a difference. And thanks a lot for the phone call, Nick. But I don't know if that much money is going to make a difference. If if they give you two hundred fifty thousand dollars, are you going to try harder? No. If you give you five hundred thousand dollars, are you going to try harder? How much are these guys making? I mean, like, what was the millions. average salary on the floor? So LeBron uh, average salary. I mean, going up and down, you probably was around seven to ten million dollars. I, I would say more. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, yeah. You're talking about the actual superstars yeah. and superstars so you're talking 20 30. how do you impress them with money yeah I, money is money to yeah uh, to everybody right yeah but it has to be probably a million dollars like that's no what it, more five well more the, the in-season tournament was i believe it was five hundred thousand or was it a million that was the person? first was, one uh, and five hundred thousand. Right? it yeah. was the inaugural run yeah. and, and they, they got each into got it five hundred thousand yeah. well we'll see what happens on the next so, go around and yeah. they and they tried hard the yeah. lakers tried hard for five hundred thousand it would five hundred thousand in the all-star game make a difference no i don't think so no no i mean that's for some guys that's that's casino you know, you're, for some, especially yeah. those guys like yeah. the Giannis's and yeah, LeBron's yeah. making over fifty million dollars next year if he hops in. They ha- look, it's not money. They just have to want to. They yeah. have to want to put a better product on the floor than what was out there. They I'm sh- telling you, they should be embarrassed by that. If they're not, then that's part of the problem. I'm telling you, they just don't want to get hurt. That's the only thing that matters to them at this point. All right, let's try one more phone call. Scooter in L.A. Good afternoon. Hello, Scooter. Hello. Um, Yes, uh, I just want to talk about uh, this guy called LeBron James, man, and all his drama. I mean, that's all he is, his drama now. Now, I'm a LeBron fan as long as you're on the Lakers, but um, I've been a Lakers fan for 40 years, so and he's been a Lakers for six. So I just want best for the Lakers, and 
he, he just everything he says, you know, like I I I I want to play for the Lakers. Ah, no, we'll see. Or I want a, a retirement tour. Ah, oh, maybe you know, maybe not. Or, or you know, and, and he said that now he wants to play. Stephen played with his son, and, and 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 then his son. If you ask me, he's not uh, NBA material. But if the Lakers want to sign him, yeah, he said he'll play for a minimum as long as he played with his son. So let the Lakers draft his son, and then he played for the minimum. We gonna get some some good players. He's just a bunch of like a. Is this helping you, Greg? Walking, I mean, is this helping you with callers? Proper, man, just all this garbage and drama. Is, I'm tired of it, man. Is this helping you with callers? I mean, I don't, don't disagree with. Every, I don't, I, I'm fine with these callers, but what? What, what is he saying that I'm you just disagree asking, with? Is this helping you? I mean, up and down. Do you want to take more callers now? No, or less I, callers? I think I'm done for the day. He thinks a lot's good. You didn't do anything wrong, but wait. No. So he brought up something that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. As, as also is that you know, being 50. First of all. Could, let me just talk about one second about Bronny James. What? Bronny James is not an NBA player as of right now. He could eventually Shut get there. Shut your mouth. How do you know that? Because he Are you just, a talent evaluator? No, but go look at what he did. He played 15 minutes on Saturday in a double overtime loss to Colorado yeah. and scored two points. I have never locked, I have never seen him play live. Has like, anybody ever seen Bronny play live? No, not live. I've no. never seen so I don't no, know. I've seen like know. I've seen highlights, but it doesn't matter. If you look at what he's averaging yeah. like four points a game on USC, who's not a good USC team, he played fifteen minutes but in a two overtime. He doesn't loss. have to be great to make it to the NBA. You know this, right? No, it's because of who he is. He it's has the to nepotism be behind yes. all of it. Yeah. Absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. But what he did what Scooter did bring up was the fact that he doesn't know what he wants to do. LeBron on his farewell tour, shall we say, yeah. is that he doesn't know if he wants the farewell tour about going around to every single city and have that for his last game like Kobe did, or if he wants to be like Tim Duncan and not have it at all. Like, just I say, like, I'm I done. Like, yeah. Tim Duncan played and was out, pieced out, and we never saw him again. See, I respect that. You like that. I do. do. Think, I respect that. Do you think LeBron's going to do that? I think LeBron has to do the farewell tour because he means so much to basketball. Tim Duncan Agreed. is fantastic the best power forward or one of the best power forwards ever, one of the best players ever. This is LeBron. You you have to do the farewell. Yeah. This is this is all a part. You have to pass that torch to the next guy, so you have to do it. Yeah. If there's somebody that has to do it, it's him. Yes. What he's meant to the game, what he's doing in the game, he has to have a farewell tour, be able to go to every single city, get these other – like when you go to Orlando or Charlotte, those tickets are going to sell out, oh, and they're going to sell out big. Big time. Absolutely. So he absolutely has to do that. I think that's the right way to go. Don't forget, it's a Michelob Ultra Reaction Monday on 710. We are reacting all day long to last night's NBA All-Star Game and the spring training baseball this week. Michelob Ultra, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. All right, DeMarco. You've Co- never been to spring training. I've How not- do you call yourself a baseball fan and you've never been to spring okay, training? Is this what you want to do? I'm next? just saying. Is this what you want to do? You said spring training. You brought it up, so I'm just capitalizing. All right. We'll talk about that next. 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There you go. There you go, DeMarco. This is for you. Now, see, this is the club banger when I was going to clubs. Oh, I'm sure it was. Oh, my God. Come on now. I want a scene set for everybody out there, and I don't know if you've seen this also, Laura, when you come in here in the breaks. I don't know if you've seen it, Brian. There's four TVs in here. 
and three of them are on right now. This one's on a direct TV screen for some reason. But in the breaks, every time in the breaks, DeMarco looks up and comments on everything that happens on every TV. It's awesome. Oh, I, saw, I saw him. Come on, I got, get it, baby. Get I got it. CJ Stroud over here. <laughs> right. I got classic Showtime there's Lakers. Beto Duran. There's Beto. Yeah. Look, Lakers look versus Young Celtics Beto. right here. Young Come on. Beto. This is awesome. I just, it's just it's the most amazing thing. Every break, you're commenting on everything that's happening on the screens. It's great. It's awesome. Come on. <laughs> look, it's like a sports bar. Come on. The, the thing is, you like point up to them and like, oh, yeah, yeah, look at that. And I'm like, so I have to turn around and spin around and look at it and I, I should never I mean, know where you're actually on. going. Rookie of the year, right there. You know, yeah. I, I got I got Pat, uh, Kevin McHale getting beat up over here. This is awesome. Yeah, Come on. young Michael Thompson was there. There's a little, you know, this is what is this? Is the countdown on Spectrum Sportsnet for the Lakers? Yeah, yeah. I love watching these because there's young Andy awesome. Kamenetsky, young John Ireland, young. Oh, there's Fred Rogan or not Fred Rogan. Um, I forget. Wait, that is Fred, isn't that it? That is Fred Rogan. Yeah, that's Fred. Right, yeah, got that's that Fred Rogan. Who are, you, yeah. who are you talking about? I don't know. I thought it was someone else for a second. Any, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you yeah. are a baseball fan, right? Yeah. You are like a true blue. You What did you say? You stacked your favorite sports as so baseball? Fa- no, 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 no. Yeah. That's not what I said. What'd you say? My favorite sport is basketball. Basketball, but you know more about baseball. But I know the game of baseball better than any other sport. And then football. And then football third. Yeah, so you catch- I love I love football. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Right, but that's that is the third on my list. And you are a baseball fan. I am a huge baseball. Because you fan. asked me to break down what a fan is, right? And which, yeah, because I don't understand what you're. What saying. What do you mean? I don't think it makes sense. Being a baseball fan? No, no. I know what you said. You're saying that if I don't go to spring training, I'm not a true fan. Yes, that's th- that's, that's a joke. That's not no. True. That's real because no. that's how most baseball fans I know, the true blue guys, the ones that love baseball. They set their calendars to spring training. They go every year. They go see the players. They go meet their favorite players. It's the best environment to be amongst baseball people. So if you are a baseball person, you should gravitate towards Glendale. I asked you, why are you here now? You should be in Glendale right now. That's where Otani is. Yeah, don't you love Otani? I love Otani. You I, should be I in can Glendale. see his highlights. I can't go. To, I've never been able to go to to spring training. I've always wanted to go to spring training, but it either was you know I was getting married, living in Hawaii, had a child. All bad excuses. No, they're not bad excuses. That's All bad excuses. That's that's, <laughs> that's that's where my money goes. You get married in one day. <laughs> right, yeah. right. You got but resorts you just, down there. Come on. The way that my my ex wife was, I couldn't just pick up and leave. Okay, that wasn't something that I could do. Well, I you could have. No, well, yeah, I mean, you but then I wouldn't be married the next day. So. <laughs> Were you chained to the basement? Yeah, well, no. You know, no, I mean, you could have, right? I yeah, mean, I probably could have. I'm divorced <laughs> now, so I probably should have go. gone at that. You're point. out of excuses. But no, it's not about excuses. It's about you don't where feel you need to go. Where? No, I mean, I would, I would love to go. It just yeah. has never been brought to me as an opportunity. My friends, all baseball fans, my friends and I just never got a group together and said, let's go to spring training. And if we did, it always just stopped. We just said, like, we would start, and then we wouldn't follow through with getting the hotels. How many friends are we talking about here? Five? Um, I think, let's see, of the the baseball friends. Yeah, your friends, your baseball friends. How I many? Think of, of the core group, of the, yes. I would say probably about four or five are big-time baseball fans. Have yeah. they been to spring training? I don't know. How do you not know if they're your baseball I'm, I'm a, friends? I'm a, I'm a, they're, no, they're my friends. I'm starting to question are, everything are, about you right now. They are my friends. Yeah. They also like baseball. Like They're not like, oh, these are the baseball guys. Is he really a baseball fan or is he just messing with me? No, I, no I think he's it's, a huge fan. I think it's ridiculous that you think that what you do or where you go and spend money on certain things yeah. is what makes you a true fan. Every it's baseball not. fan wild. that I know, every baseball, the ones that pick baseball number one or number two, 
They've all been to spring training, okay. except for Good you. Good for them. Kind of, kind of with the mark on this one. See, I'm all have, like, have you been? Have you been? I mean, personally, I've been spring training probably like eight or nine times. Good See, my family for you. We used to make a trip out of it, and then uh, after college, I went a couple times with my buddies down in Arizona. You know, five hour drive from San Diego, and uh, one time we actually hit eight games in five days. See, and that was some of the coolest things I've ever done. That in my sounds life. amazing. That sounds great. That's I'm the jealous. People I know that are baseball. Okay, I'm jealous. Five dollar tickets, five dollar beers. Oh. Oh, it's amazing. See? But that doesn't make me a non-fan. Yes, because I've never been, and I consider myself a big baseball fan. I do have go. friends who have gone and make it a yearly thing. Sure. But she also, like, doesn't have any responsibilities, lives at home, can do a lot of other things, works from home. Like, See, there's I know a lot people of things. Like I can't just take time off from work, bro. That like, made family, exactly. that make trips for <laughs> right, it. They yeah. take their vacations around spring training. That wasn't my because family. Because they love baseball that right. much. You'll, like, you'll never get a cooler experience, too, than See? spring training. See? Just Thank being you, that close and seeing them practice work, uh, talk amongst their coaches and everything like that. It is honestly the best experience you can have. When we left Crosstalk, we, you, in the break, you said to Travis, Greg's never been to spring training. He looked me dead in the eyes and he said, you're wasting your time. What do you mean? If I went, yeah. wasting your time. Well, he was trying so to make, did Andy Kamenetsky. He, was trying he said to the same you, thing. He was trying to make you feel better. No, no, he yeah. was not. And he, then I asked Travis, have you been to spring training? Oh, yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's been. He was trying to make you waste, feel better. He said it was a waste of time. I, look, again, I would love to go to spring training, yeah. but I've been working since I was 15. Same. I, yeah. There was, a, no, there was every <laughs> summer when working? I was wanting I to go. Or beginning. He started working at 16. He's been there eight times. Good for him. I'm not saying anything. I'm great for you, Brian. I'm jealous. Of you, I wish I could have gone. Somebody has a suggestion for what? Brian and I. It says, "Come on, Laura, you and Brian are the production team." He's like, "You guys go and interview the players." Greg, make it happen. I can get you a credential. No, honestly, we'll I travel I, there ourselves. Yeah, yeah, just make it with happen. With Otani coming to town, I could have. I would just. I would have bet my house. You guys would have been down there. So we were trying. We were trying to get yeah. something worked out where, like, Travis, me, and Mace could all go down there. Yeah. It just didn't pan out. Like, it just didn't oh, work out. Gosh. We tried. Yeah. Again. I would love to meet these guys. The guy I want to see up close is uh, the the pitcher. Oh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. I want to see the warm-up. I want to see the javelin. I want to see these crazy pitches. And this is the best place to do it is down there. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I would love to see it as well. And like he's apparently Freddie Freeman says he was like, wow, this is a guy. Freddie Freeman, who's one of the best hitters in baseball yeah. right now, I think is a career over 300 batting average. He's a, a type of guy that he sees those pitches. He's like, wow, that is impressive from a 25 year old guy. Yeah, that's yeah. the stuff I want to see. That's the stuff that gets me all fired up. Yeah. I, I, but you sure. do monitor spring training, right? Yeah, of course I monitor okay. spring training. You- I, I saw Shohei Otani with it on his 15 pitches when the people were posting a Bill Plunkett pitch. Uh, posted some stuff. David Vasse was posting some stuff. He had a home run off of JP Fire Eisen. Yeah. Like, that's cool. He struck out because uh, Blake Trinan struck him out. Like, great. Um, Ryan Brazier, uh, he just tracked Ryan Brazier's pitches, yeah. so he didn't even swing once. So, yeah, I watch. You get excited for of spring course. training and what's going on. Of okay, course. Just if, making sure. If I could get there, that's like, I would. That's like, you know, I love football, but I'm not going to training camp. What? Well, no, no. I, that's, that's the I mean, embryo stage of your season. No, How but, can you not be there? You're playing. Of no, course. no. Okay. Just even I was, if I was a fan, you they, you start at at training camp and you work your way out and you see how the team evolves. So that's I, how you get into it. Yeah. So I've I've gone to Rams training camp. Yeah. It's a ton of fun out in Irvine. It's a blast. We we go out there all the time. We went to every single practice that we could go to this last summer. Yeah. It was great. You guys had Puka on before anybody. Yeah, yeah. We had absolutely. Puka. We we had every. They gave. 
the Rams did such a good job of just giving us whoever we asked for. Yeah. We made sure you're going to get Matthew Stafford. You're not going to get Puka next year. <laughs> no, we're probably not. Well, no, no, they were pretty good. They gave us no, Stafford. Yeah, they he's an us... all-pro now. It's different. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they've given Dang. us Cup. He can say know. no now. Yeah. <laughs> they like no. Sedano and Cap, though. Of course they, they do. do. Yeah. They do. You guys have a good really rep. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully it's at the same time. But if, if I was not working at this station and got to go – I probably wouldn't go to training camp. You would, Although you, that was a blast. I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. It was so much fun. So maybe now that I've been there, I would. So I'd, I'd say the same thing about about spring training. Yeah. Maybe if I went, I'd make it a yearly thing. But it just hasn't happened yet because okay. something always got in the I way. I can't judge. Football is number one to me. So B, are you a baseball guy? Yeah, baseball diehard. Okay, so where would you put Greg his in his fandom? Uh, his he's outfit. never been to spring training. He doesn't care if he goes. He believes Travis when Be he says waste of your time. I have to I'm not saying it's all That is your boss, bro. No, 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 wait, wait, no, 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 no. wait, wait, wait. But I work with him every day. Right, I'm not saying boss card. No boss card. No, it's yes, a little yes. harder because I know how much of a fan he actually is with the Dodgers. Like, he is diehard, knows ins and so outs of everything. So you're telling me you can be a Don't fan without going to spring training. If you say it, I believe you. You can be a fan, a true blue fan, without going to spring training. Say it. It's possible, yes. It's possible. He, uh, it's possible. It's man, possible that yes. might win you a court case. I host, I host the Blue yes. Review on YouTube from 930 to 955 all season long. Huh? The Blue Review. Yeah, yeah. I host the Blue with with Parker Bell. I yeah. was with Clinton Yates last year. Yeah. Was it 930 to 950? I, I think I Cody losing it. Yeah. I'm I not host watching that. now. You've never been to spring training. Wow. <laughs> I will say that's, that's your way of deciding, I'm, like, this is how I make sure you're a fan. I of will course. say, though, the fans that do go down there yeah. are some of the, like, most diehard, craziest. Big time. Yeah, yeah, big time, big all time. out Love fans. Yeah. Would, you, would you admit that not all of them are? What? Is that some people just go for the fun to, to no, drink? No, I, think, I think anybody that goes to spring training, because Travis, there's a part of that that's right. Anybody that goes down to spring training is a true blue fan. Yep. You love this game if you yep. go down there. Yeah. yeah. Does the want and desire make it okay a little bit more? I want to go to spring training. Yeah, I of desire course. To of course. Absolutely. You, you should get down there. This was this is fun. It's been a radio bit, but I would say for you because I've bits, been there. We don't do bits around here. I I was I've been there, and I'm like like I said, I'm I'm football. I'm not into baseball that much, but it was awesome for me. So if you're a fan, you definitely need to go. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. If I can make it, I'm tr- that's gonna be a goal for next year. Someone said go. you should go. It says uh, Stone Steve Mason said go, Berg. Laura will fill in for you. There you go. I mean, you will. <laughs> I do know. I do know that you will fill in for me. All right. I want to switch gears coming back. I want to go into some football Why, because, getting hot? huh? Getting hot? No, I'm saying go ahead. It is. It's hot. It's always hot in here. I'm, it's not I'm hot. It's cold. I'm about to put Look, my. Big I don't know if it's. I have a sweater jacket. on. Look, I'm trying to pull up my sleeves. Like it's just really oh, hot. You've been defending yourself hot for 15 there. minutes. It's like, hard. You're sweating too, by the way, and you haven't even been defending yourself. You're just coming after me. But I do want to switch it. That Antonio Pierce said yeah. something that I thought was interesting. He was talking about Patrick Mahomes, and I want to get your take on what he said. That's next on Mason Island 710 ESPN. Ooh la la la. This is Fuji's, yeah? Yeah. 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 Look at that. Hey. Is Praz in jail? Please. No. Praz is on trial, right? Oh, I got no idea. I, yeah. I don't know about that. Okay. But Wyclef, that was a I got all of his CDs back in the day. I yeah. listen to Wyclef all the time. All the time. I don't know why. He had a song. I, I think we have it in the system, Laura. Like, oh, the one a, you love? I love the song. It's a yeah. Friday. He was a it was an album after the one that had like Guantanamera and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It was later on. Yeah. Um it was about it was a Friday song and I just listened to it all the time. Me and my buddy would go, we would get in the car every Friday after school, go down to Krika's Subs. Yeah. Which is in um it's in Woodland Hills. It's on Dumets and Topanga. Ooh. And we would go there all the time. This song right here. 
Eight. And we listened to this on the way over to get a sub. Just you in the car? Oh, Let me yeah. See. You and my buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just a Friday vibe. I like Friday it. That's vibe. a Friday song. Yeah, that's yep. a Friday vibe. Got nothing yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know who also had a vibe? Um, Antonio Pierce. Yeah. He was on Max Crosby's The Rush podcast. His own player's podcast. His own player's podcast. This and is he, new. And he had, so you remember on um, Christmas, yeah. the the Raiders beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And they held down Patrick Mahomes. He thought that he found, figured something out. So he said this, we've got the Jordan rules and we've got what I'm calling now, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. You remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons? All those guys in the 80s, before he became Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whip his behind. Anytime he came to the to the hole, elbows, feeling him, love taps, were in his head mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. So I showed my guys Jordan getting his tail whooped consistently. Is this the way to stop Patrick Mahomes? What, hit him? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I what mean, Antonio Pierce says, is that the right way to get... To beat Patrick Mahomes. Did we reinvent the wheel? I mean, the Patrick a, Mahomes hitting rules. a quarterback will actually <laughs> slow him down. Is that what he's coming out with? Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, John Sally, friend of mine, he actually explained the Jordan rules. He was on that team. He said the the whole point was, and this what was the what was the coach's name? Daly, Chuck Daly, yeah, Chuck Daly, yeah, Chuck Daly. He said, look, make him shoot, make him shoot jumpers. But if he gets in the air, smack, smack him. him. That was the Jordan rule. So you you rough him up. Uh, I don't think there is a blueprint to beat. Patrick Mahomes right now I really don't I, I whatever you try to throw at him he is just that good and that great he can beat you if you give him enough time as the 49ers just found out he can beat you but I mean it's sounds good if you think you have an answer to to Patrick Mahomes great I wouldn't put a statement out there like that because when he fillets you by 35 points week one and two you may have an issue so but good luck to you See, I don't even think you can hit guys like he's talking about anymore. You can't do the Patrick Mahomes rules based on the Jordan rules because you can't hit quarterbacks. So these, yeah. So what he's saying is that when when he's it has to be when he's completely out of the pocket, you got to hit him. But he's going to get rid of the ball fast well, enough, and if you hit him, you're going to flag. Well, the rules are this. So it's the same with Kyler Murray. It's the same with C.J. Stroud. Same same with any quarterback that can move. You want to keep your edges like Max Crosby. Get upfield, build a wall, and force him back to the middle of the field where he can't protect himself with the sideline, right? Because yeah. even if he slides, you can get a shot on him. So the whole point is to keep him in the field of play if he scrambles. That's how you get shots on him. If you get shots on him, you might slow him down. But that's only part of the game with him. Yeah, so what is is there a way to actually slow him down? Is no. There, there's nothing. No. He's too far beyond everybody else at this point. Uh, he's he's special. He's like Brady. He's he's He's... He's on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. You jerk. I hate to bring it up, but I'm just saying. Like, really, he's got a problem. That that's, that eighth defender, either that safety is going to be on the roof, protecting for guys going deep, or you're going to bring him down to the box to spy. That's your game. That's how you try to figure him out. And if he sees it coming, he's going to beat you. Well, he's going to beat you. He's going to get, get rid of the ball. Yeah. Or he's going to slide, and he knows exactly the right times to do those types of things, and that's or you, by time scrambling to get the ball out. He's just that guy. And if you actually hit him, you're going to get flagged because you cannot hit quarterbacks. You know, and this is what I would say with that. The same with Cam Newton back in the day, um, and it wasn't fair with Cam Newton. He's 250 pounds, and he's running right at you, right? What are you supposed to do? And you have to wait as a defender until he decides what he is. If he puts his feet first, he's a quarterback. If he puts his helmet first, he's a running back, and you're caught flat-footed, and he runs you over. But you don't know what's just coming. Right. So, to take the guesswork out of playing defense against guys like him and Patrick Mahomes, 
Go ahead and take a shot at him. We'll pay the fine for you. Just go ahead. Is if that- he's scrambling, if he's attacking your goal line, your line of scrimmage, go ahead and take a shot at him. If you get flagged for it, so be it. It was him that had the fake slide, right? That Was was it him or Josh Allen? I, they all do it. Josh yeah. Allen has, is, is known for it now, but he's not the first one. Right. It's like, what yeah. are you supposed to do as a defender? You were in that position. What take are you a shot. To, just, just take the shot. Go ahead and take your shot. Talk about it before. Take your shot. Have a conversation with the officials. So he can have a conversation with the quarterback. Remember when Trent Green, funny, when Trent Green got <laughs> knocked cold. Warner again? Yeah, remember when Trent Green got knocked cold? <laughs> yeah. And uh, when he was sliding? Uh, Trent could have started that slide at least three yards before he he did. But he waited until the last second and took a hit and got knocked out. Knocked out. So have a conversation with your coach so he can talk to the official so that official can talk to that quarterback. Hey, if you're going to slide, make sure you start early. Because I'm not giving them, I'm not going to give you the leeway of attacking and taking every single yard you can before you slide and protect yourself. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. So you're saying, I mean, I, just let me get this straight. Are you saying go to the official before the game? Absolutely. And say, hey, I'm going to hit this dude. Well, yes. Hey, look, this is what we're going to do. Uh, if he's going to, if he's going to take every yard he can before he drops down and slides, when the feet come up, that means I can't hit you. But if you take every yard you can, I'm gonna that's hit not you. that's not fair. So if you get within a yard, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take a shot at you. So let the refs know, they'll let him know, and then everybody knows what's happening. But if you get flagged for it, you get flagged for it. So I mean, there's a couple of things there. How many how many guys actually go talk to the refs and say those types of things? Every, Raheem Morris does it all the time. You you go have conversations. Hey, look, when this guy he's a scrambler now. Now he's got to declare. Now if he's gonna start running. And, and make himself a runner, then the protection's off, right? Now, if he starts to slide within a yard of my guy, my guy has the right to go over the top. You know, And if there's head contact, that's not my guy initiating, that's him. So you have to let them know so they won't flag you for it, or at least they may pick up some. How many officials actually go listen to Raheem Morris they, they, or other coaches? They listen. They absolutely listen, but they have a job to do. So you'll see it in a game. Like if, if someone gets – there's a play like that. Josh Allen, for example, yeah. does the fake slide, goes down again later on, and he gets hit. Are they going to stop? That's the conversation. They're not going to call the flag That's because the conversation. they talked about hey, look, it? look, this guy has done fake slides, right? So if he if he gets in the act of sliding, we take it as a slide and we back off, Right. You can't let this guy have a fake slide and keep going. That's not right. right? So what are they supposed to do? Blow and, then, the and, and then bang me when I hit him. You can't do that. That's not fair for us. He's getting an unfair advantage. So you have those conversations pregame, and then everybody knows what's happening. That's And wild. Josh Allen knows. Hey, look, I told them too. If you fake slide, and then the next time they see you and they drill you, I may not call it because that's on you. you. You can't take advantage of the rules that way. That's that's wild. I just don't can't see it actually working out Why? for the defensive. I just don't see the defensive players getting away with these types of things. The way that the NFL, to me, and I'm not arguing with you, the the way that I see defense and in the NFL is you hit a quarterback, you're going to get flagged no matter what. I see so many times. Well, if you rough the guy, like if he's in the pocket and you rough the guy, so close. That, that's different. But if he's out and he's moving, he's a mobile quarterback, a guy like like I said, like a freight train coming at you. Yep. And he gets to decide when he's a quarterback, when he gets protection, and when he doesn't. That's not fair to the defense. So have those conversations. But I would say as a coordinator, go ahead and take your shot. If you get flagged, if you get fined, I'll pay it. That's the best way to do it. Absolutely. That's, that's interesting. No doubt. You should be a defensive coordinator. No. <laughs> why? Why don't, why don't you want to be? Because it would cross over and I'd turn into Greg Williams. It, oh, you, it, it'd go from paying fines to bounties. <laughs>
Oh my God. Have, no, you, have you never wanted to be a coordinator uh, or, do, or do anything in coaching? I mean, I, you're an excellent sideline. I was a D-line coach for two years in Europe. As a matter of fact, uh, the quarterback we had the second year in Berlin, Berlin Thunder, went to two World Bowls, won one, lost the other. The quarterback on that team is now on the Ram staff, Dave Ragone. Oh, nice. He was our quarterback in Berlin. Oh, my God. I should tell you stories about Berlin. But, yeah, uh, I loved it for two allowed, years. Are they on-air stories or are they off-air stories? Both. Yeah, both. <laughs> I, want the, oh my I God. want the off-air stories. All right, so Antonio Pierce did not find out anything, essentially, is what no. you're telling me. <laughs> At first, he went on his own player's podcast. That's a fine. You can't do that. You can't do that? No, you can't do you're that. You're being nice to Max Crosby. You can't do that. You shouldn't what do that. What do you mean? You Why not? You cannot do that. What, the what coach, is the unwritten man. rule there? You are the coach, bro. You can't go on somebody's pod. Your own player's podcast? What if he went on a different player's podcast? What if he went on the Kelsey you podcast? You can't do player podcasts anymore. You're the head coach now. It's different. Yeah. That's interesting. Some things you just can't do why anymore. that's a problem. Because you're, that's breaking protocol. You can't do that. Oh, the unwritten rules yeah, kind of thing. Of course. You're the leader. <sighs> yeah. All yeah. right, all right. I, you're I you're the you guy. Mean. Come on. Wait, does that mean Greg can't go on my podcast? I see. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> Why not? Why can't I go on Laura's because podcast? Because you're the guy. You're the you're the you're the leader. You can't go on a podcast. You're the guy. What if Yay. she starts messing with you on the podcast? What are you gonna do? Turn I'm the corporate Greg on her? No, I just answer. Oh, you answer. <laughs> <laughs> look, I mean, like you've seen. What if she look. traps you in a question? <laughs> You go corporate, Greg. Podcast. No, I'm, I'm going to give the best answer that I can come up with. But also, like Demarco, you know what this station is. We are very, very honest with everything that we do. Okay, we right. talk about we talk about everything, A- everything, every but- like anything, anything that said off the air somehow gets brought on the air. That okay. is so- true. What if she starts talking personal stuff? You know, I think that's fine. Okay, really, I would answer. I can't wait to see what, when's this podcast happening. <laughs> she hasn't invited me. And don't you take it easy on him, Laura. Go after him. It's funny because DeMarco was like, I want to go on your podcast like a year ago. And then every time we try to like book that. I'm afraid. No. Well, because you tell Laura things that you shouldn't be telling her. She knows too much. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got What's Up, Fool, coming up next at 710 ESPN. All right, I'm not corporate Greg. Bargie's in there, and this is producer Laura. All right, guys, with all the talk about the All-Star game and how boring it was, two guys did make headlines. Luka and Jokic left Twitter spiraling this weekend because they looked like huge besties. And they were saying, what would they look like if they were teammates? How scary would that team be? And do you guys actually see that potentially happening in the future? Yes. That was quick. Yes. Yeah. I do see that happening in the future. When I mean, I, I, I mean, in the era of player movement, the players sure can, can control where they want to go. Yeah, that, what what would that look like on the floor? Those two guys together, Luca and Jokic. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, it, would, it would be fantastic. It'd be to ridiculous, watch. right? Oh my gosh. See, this is the only problem. I don't see Jamal Murray and Jokic breaking up anytime soon. They are, to me, they are the best duo in, in the game today. Yes, the best. So I don't see why, and they're young too. They're both. I don't. I don't. I don't know for sure, but I think what Jamal Luka Murray's like twenty-seven sh- years old. What if Luca calls a shot and say, "I want to go up there and play"? They're not going to get rid of Murray for him. You don't He's think been, so? No, they just oh. want. They just want a title with him. Yeah. Like, this is a type of situation where Murray and Jokic could be a in different senses. They're not yeah. exactly the same, but it can be a Kobe Shaq type of thing where they, these guys can go can go on for a long time. That team can stay together for a long time so, and be the next warrior dynasty What do you think would thing. be better, Murray and Jokic or Luka and Jokic? I think... Which which would be a better basketball team? Uh, I, th- I think Murray what? and Jokic is as good of a basketball team that I've seen in quite some time. Okay, either way. I, w- I would not go away from it if I if I was the Nuggets. No, no either no, way. But it, not. It'd be fun to watch 
and and something I would love to see. Luca's amazing. Yeah, and he does a lot of things that are absolutely amazing, and has an amazing passer. Same with same with Jokic, but. What I've seen from Murray and Jokic and how they work so well together, yeah. why split up that chemistry? I'm with you. I got one more question. Okay. Do you think Luka goes his whole career without a championship? Because he might. <sighs> I mean, yeah. he could, unless he joins up with someone like like Giannis or something like that. Or like or, Jokic. <laughs> hey. yeah, I, I, just, right. I just don't see that yeah, happening. Me either. But I'm with if you. He, if, he can, if he joins up with someone, sure, yeah. I think that can happen. But it's not going to... Kyrie and Luca is not going to ever do anything. Like, yeah. He needs some a big, Jokic. big super. Jokic is the centerpiece. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like so Jokic. You know, yeah. like AD. Like I keep, AD. I'm pushing this, aren't I? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. AD and Luca. That oh, could be. That could man. be nasty. Don't do that. Like, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. So I don't. I mean, there's certain situations. I think he would need someone really, really. I mean, maybe do something in San Antonio and do Wemby and Luca. I think work. there's. But yeah. also. Luca leaving Dallas and Mark Cuban's, uh, although he did just sell the team. So he did, but yeah. he but he he still runs the whole MB, he, yeah. the team. So yeah, what's up, fool? All right, guys. JJ Watt was on Pat McAfee last week and had a new rule change. I wanted to get your opinion, Demarco, because I think you good insight on Only this. Only you, not me. Let's get that key thing in there. Not you, him. <laughs> he suggested reducing offensive holding from 10 to 5 yards, and he said, quote, a 10-yard penalty is so massive in the NFL, I think if you make 5 yards, it'll be called more fairly and realistically because it's not crippling the offense. Wow. Would, would you be in favor of the 5-yard penalty instead of the 10? And how much impact do you think that have? Uh... It's a massive penalty. That's it is, but it's it's. This is a defensive guy. Yeah, it's 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 massively unfair when you get held. And outside of Aaron Donald, I think J.J. Watt may have been the most held guy in the league. It's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, next to Micah Parsons, he gets held all the time, and it's not cold, and it's frustrating. But I don't know if reducing it to five yards would be the answer. I don't know if that makes them call it more because they will slow down the game. Oh. If you call a bunch of holding calls, so yeah, it's more flags. Is that what we want? More flags, and also yeah. all every rule in NFL f- feels like it's often is offense. It favors the it offense. favors offense. Why are we yeah. trying to take something that favors the defense and bring it down? Less because of- it's not fair. I mean, what happens to these guys? What happens to Aaron Donald on every single play is just not fair. You're letting these guys get away with holding. He's being triple teamed. How are you not being held on a triple team? It's, it stinks. And look, as much as I hate the Niners. I have to say that, man, they were holding the heck out of Bosa. And not one call. Not one call. Which means they're going to keep doing it. and make Yeah, and make it worse. That's Well, you're negating one of the best players in the game by letting guys foul. That's not that's not fair. It was like, what was it, the right tackle for, yeah. the, uh, for the Chiefs always would step back and would take a step before the ball was oh, snapped. Oh, yeah, the false start. Yeah, yeah, the false start. It was every single play. Yeah. It was never being called. And it's unbelievable. So they just let it keep going. Yeah, but, I, but I don't know, to, to your point, I don't know, or to J.J. Watt's point, I don't know if reducing it to five yards will change anything. They're still going to hold. Would you do anything to fix holding? Well, okay, look, I was brought up, and Aaron's in that same mold. You take care of holding yourself. You yeah. have to make them pay a physical toll for holding you. Because when they have two hands on you, there's some place where they can't protect. Yeah. You just got to get in there. Absolutely. Find something. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. If nope. you're going to grab me, I'm going <laughs> to grab something too. You can say it without saying it. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, fool? How do I follow that one? You, know? I'm just <laughs> you just like, do. Hey, I'm just saying. All right, guys. So over the weekend, like I said, I had a busy weekend. And my boyfriend and I went out for our Valentine's Day dinner thing. And while we were walking, we thought we found money. There was like a trail of like $100 bills. And we're like, 
we just like picked them up, right? We're like, let's just go. We just scored three hundred dollars. So we were super excited well, <laughs> until we get to the car and it was play money. Oh, and you can't, you couldn't. They did it on tell. purpose. Probably hitting camera somewhere and making fun of us now, right? But we were super excited, whatever. We get in the car, and then he's like, babe, these don't feel like, because it was dark. We we're in Pasadena. And I'm like, how can you, t- I can't tell if a bill is fake just by touching it. Can you guys? No. Yeah, no. Not by touching um, it, no. I mean, if it's if it's a good fake, no. I should have brought it because I kept one. <laughs> no, yeah, you should have brought yeah. it. Uh, it depends on the bill. Like, there's some bills that you can tell are just, this is not a real bill. Yeah. But the the, the really good fakes, no, absolutely not. But most most of them, like, there's something off on them. They don't feel like play money. We have, uh, we have like, Carlo and the social team, mm-hmm. they have one of those guns that shoot money in the air. Oh, yeah. All, the, all that money is very fake and no, you can no, no. feel it. That you can tell. But right. this one, I'm going to bring it tomorrow because okay. it honestly looks real real like I, I got fooled but he touched it and he was like oh yeah it's because I was the one that picked it up he's like it's fake and I look at it on the side it says play money but it's like tiny wow. little print. Oh, it's on there and also you just got to think there's three $100 bills hey, you never know in it's a Pasadena, row bro Pasadena is a well, good Pasadena, where I was yeah. it was a nice little but still area. if that's sitting yeah. there going like Picking that up this When not- you find money, what do you do? What's your protocol? It depends what- on where it is. Yeah, okay, it does. Uh, you're leaving a crowded restaurant. Uh, I will look around and say, is this anybody's? Okay, so you'll try to give it back. Sure, oh, hell no. It. I'm not doing right. that. <laughs> Bro, you know I how mean, many people are going to be like, that's my money? Because be, like, if, let's say you're at Disneyland, right? And yeah, like, there's, right. there's money there. I'll be, a I'll lot of next- cash. Somebody clearly dropped this. Yeah, was, yeah. I'm trying to give that back to them. You're trying to see who dropped it. If it's clear and there's nobody around and there's a $5 bill on the ground, yeah. that's mine. Okay, I'm with you, but I have a time limit. I hold it up like, for 60 seconds. Somebody's? In plain view for 60 seconds. Did anybody drop this? If no one claims it, no, that's going to your pocket. Cream. Yes. <laughs> like, like if I see a bag of money somewhere, right? And is there nobody Ooh. around? Oh, I ain't touching that, bro. You're not a bag of money. You shouldn't. You should. <laughs> no. Yeah, a bag of money. You yeah. shouldn't. I'm taking that thing. It's mine now. No, 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 no. A bag of money? Yeah, a bag of money. It's like a paper bag. I'm brown. I'm not doing that. No, no, no. A rubber band full of money, like a roll of money. Oh, yeah. And it was like a bunch of fives, and I was like 15. Oh, that's yours. And it was at school. Oh, yeah. Best day ever. Wow. There you go. Thank you, Brian. Here's the thing. Like, I've found money, like, on the street. Like, the only time I give it is when I see it falling from somebody. Yeah. Or somebody was, like, right there in the vicinity and I you know it's now there I'm like I'm just gonna assume that it's theirs whether it is or not I'm just gonna assume and just I don't need the bad karma but if ain't nobody around that's my money now yeah if no one's around I'm, I'm there. bag of money yeah. no one around um, it's mine yeah Except the bag. And if you, see it, fall off some, if you see it fall off somebody's pocket and you don't give it back oh you're a bad no, person you're a thief you're, yeah. a, you're a bad person yeah, you're, you're a bad, bad person, person. Yes. 100% yeah. you got another one what's up yeah, I got one for you I was just thinking, man, what if he's walking too fast, though? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on oh, circumstance. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, Excuse me. You're too quick for me, bro. You're oh, too quick for me. Oh, man. No, I missed you. No. Dang, that sucks. What's up, Phil? Right, so I got one more here for you. So it was announced that Rob Manfred is going to be stepping down, retiring after 2029. So a five-year retirement. Why would somebody, like, is there any benefit of putting out I'm going to retire in five years? So what it is, I believe, is that it's he's not going to sign another contract. And I think the contract ends in 2029. 
So that's what it is. It's that he's letting you know, I'm no longer going to sign a contract over 2029. They should have gotten rid of him years ago. He should not mm-hmm. be the, the commissioner of baseball. He is the terrible commissioner. I don't like him. I think he's a jerk. He called the he called the trophy a shiny piece of metal. Oh, that's not okay. Oh, that's not okay. But he's been the spring training. So that, or he's, okay, okay. Also did nothing to that, goes, that goes against you. That he is not a fan of baseball. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know, I'm but he's kidding. not. Yeah. He's not a fan, so he should. That goes against your whole thing. You're happy he's gone. You want him oh, gone God. now. I want him not gone you now. Want him gone now. I'm wow. A, I was. I've never been so happy and not happy at the exact same time. Like, yeah. I'm happy he's gone, but he's. I got five more years of it. Right. That's how I feel. It's, well, I mean, time is coming, but uh, yeah. You get sentenced to 25 to life, and you're up year 20. You got five more. You're happy. No. (laughs) He's a joke of a commissioner. What's that, fool? Is there a commission you like? You hate Uh, basketball? No, no. You hate Adam Silver. No, I don't hate Adam Silver. You just said you hate Adam Silver. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, okay. I think Adam Silver is the best commissioner in sports. (laughs) Is he listening or something? No, I've always said it. If there there was a commissioner overarching all other sports, you'd want him. I'd want him to be at the top and then all the other ones below him. Roger Goodell, all those people all going up to him because he is the best commissioner in sports. Ah, okay. So- Backwards. My bad. What's up, fool? All right, guys. Um, I have a, a lot of good ones, but I'm going to go with this one. A Southwest passenger went to Twitter to express his anger when another passenger sat directly in the row behind him. According to the tweeter, they were the only two passengers on the flight. Oh. Sat directly what? behind him? Yeah, directly. Okay, directly. He put a picture and everything. If you were that passenger, would you say something? Or how quickly would you say something for him to move? I'd be hot. Really? I know you would. The entire plane is open, uh-huh. and you sit right behind me. Yep. <laughs> Why? Exactly. Why would you do that? To cause you problems, so you can't put your seat down. Right, but why would you do that? I don't. I don't know. You I think do that. I, you do that. Wouldn't absolutely you? not. Oh. Absolutely. What do you think of me? I'm just saying. I think you think terrible no. things about me. Well, why would you do that? Why would a person do that? I have no idea. It's ridiculous. What if go somewhere. At least go on the other side. Thank you. Yeah. Space. We have all the space. Take it. You did. Go there. You're a what? bad person if you do that. Thank you. You are absolutely a yes. bad person. What if you're afraid to fly? Somebody brought up that. Because uh, full disclaimer, I did this last week, but. If what if you're afraid to fly and you need comfort? So the person in front of you is your comfort. Then sit uh, next to me and tell me. I don't or sit next yeah. to on the me other now. side of the aisle. No, no, no. <laughs> on the other side of the aisle. You can sit next to me yeah. on the other side of the aisle. I'm I'm sensitive. If you're afraid of flying, I get that. I'll help you through it. But sure. don't sit behind me and and mess up my relaxation. Come on, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you want to talk to me, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to turn around right. to talk to you. What and I can't you? lean backwards. Yeah, no, right. Oh my no, God. That's wow. that's ridiculous. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. By the way, it's BB Go Fifth Row Fridays. They're back on Mason Ireland. Listen all week to the show from one to four p.m. Be sure to take notes. And on Fridays, you take the pop quiz, and you could be sitting fifth row at a Lakers game. They're playing Oklahoma City on Monday, March 4th, and that's what this week's uh, contest is for. BBGo, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, DeMarco, coming up next, I am completely technologically stupid. <laughs> completely. I, I, don't, I cannot understand my phone at all. I just figured something out on my iPhone, and I want to ask you about it. That's coming up next on Mason Island 710 ESPN.